If you're thinking of getting out of town for Thanksgiving, this is the guy you need to rely on this moment, and that is Peter Greenberg. He he travels more than anybody I know. He's the host of Eye on Travel. And Peter, is it too late to get out of town for Thanksgiving, go see relatives? Not if you want to mortgage your house. Okay, that's what I thought. <laughs> you, yeah, listen, you, you can go anywhere. Right now, the airfares right now are higher than they were in 2019. They continue to go higher because the airlines have been slashing the number of their flights, which means fewer planes, which means that all the planes are full. Law of supply and demand kicks in. Airfares are higher than they've ever been. So what about the pilot strike? I see that Delta has authorized something, United has rejected, and this is the time. The holidays are when they have the most power because more people are flying. So is that going to cause any hassles? It probably will not, because let me put this in perspective. Uh, On Monday, just two days ago, the 15,000 members of the Airline Pilots Association at Delta voted overwhelmingly to authorize a strike. To give you you an idea of the words overwhelmingly, uh, 96% of the members voted, and of those 96% who voted, 99% of them voted for a strike. Now, having said that, they can't just go out on strike. Under, Under federal law, the National Mediation Board has to then make a ruling that the negotiations are at such a standstill that further negotiations would be you know, worthless. And then it goes to arbitration, and then there's a 30-day cooling-off period. And then even then, if they want to go on strike, there's something called the National Railway Labor Act. Uh, you may remember that Bill Clinton invoked that in stopping an American Airlines strike back in the 90s. And most recently, Joe Biden invoked it to stop a train strike just mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago. So... If you look at the calendar, we're not, it's not going to have an impact on our, on our holiday travels. However, however, that's not to say there won't be a work slowdown. Uh, it's happened before, not just at Delta, but American and United. And right now, all those pilots, including the pilots at Southwest, are in contract negotiations. And they've all done informational picketing already. So 2023, that's what you've got to look for, for for some labor action. Well, and it doesn't apply to pilots, but, you know, there's that whole quiet quitting thing where people just move a little bit slower and it causes a lot of frustration for travelers. I don't know that that's necessarily happening, but that's certainly what a lot of people in many, many different areas of of business are doing. So if you got a question for Peter, Peter Greenberg is the host of Ion Travel. This is your moment now to get your question answered at 312-981-7200. Um, I got a question about Spirit Airlines. I've always stayed away from them. I, I've heard too many horror stories, but now they're saying they have new, wider, padded, more comfy seats. Is that true? Well, let's not get carried away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, their seats still don't recline. Uh, that's number one. They don't recline at all? Zero. Oh, my uh, gosh. Same thing. Right. Just like Ryanair over in Europe. So we have to get down to basics here. Why do we fly? The bottom line is we fly because we want to go from point A to point B and not die. So you know what? <laughs> I've flown spirit. As long as you understand what you're getting, yeah. you're not going to get rich Corinthian leather. The flight attendants are not going to be performing show tunes. The food doesn't exist. And you pay for everything short of breathing. Other than that, you're going to get to where you need to go. Peter, where are you today? I always start off our conversation by asking that. Where are you? Well, I started this week in Paris. I'm now in St. Augustine, Florida, America's oldest city, mm-hmm. uh, shooting one of my PBS specials here, and then heading back to London on Friday. 
wheelchairs, are they costing money now? I think a lot of people saw the headlines that a woman who was uh, disabled actually had to crawl off a plane. It might have been an issue, a language barrier, but she didn't want to pay for the wheelchair and therefore literally crawled off a plane. It depends on the airline and it depends on the airport. That's right now, that particular story that you're referring to is really the exception to the rule. Um, anybody who needs wheelchair assistance at an airport in the United States can get it. Uh, obviously, you want to tip the people who are helping you because they're going to be pushing you all the way to the jetway and then all the way to the plane. But uh, I'd, I'd have to investigate that story a little further to find out what exactly they were charging her or attempting to charge her. And Peter, would you fly with a dog if you were going home to see family over Thanksgiving or Christmas? Well, now you've opened up a, a real <laughs> can of worms here because, you know, I was the guy who busted all those people for those phony emotional support animals um, because under the old rules, I could go to I could go online, sign up for about $150 and have somebody who's never met me certify as a doctor that I needed to have Fido with me on the plane or I would snap. And Fido, by the way, doesn't just mean a dog. It meant anything. Right. So when I we did a piece on CBS where I went to a farm in Pennsylvania, and I rented a pig. And I signed up the pig as my emotional support dog and gave it a little red vest. And we did a segment on CBS News called, you know what's coming, mm-hmm. when pigs fly. <laughs> and, uh, and it did fly. Thankfully, the U.S. Department of Transportation has changed the rules now as to what constitutes an emotional support animal, as well as, and this is the most important part, a service animal, a specially trained service animal for people with sight or mobility issues that really need them. Um, so those rules are changing again because too many people took advantage. And Peter, next time you need a pig, I've got one. I have Penelope, so she'd be more than happy to fly with you if you need a friend. Uh, Sharon's got a question for you. Sharon, you're on with Peter Greenberg. Hi, Peter. Um, this past June, I was in uh, Italy. And where's the best place to buy euros now because historically it used to be the atms at the airport and i know to stay away from the currency exchange so i wasn't too concerned about the fees because i would be reimbursed from my bank for um atm fees but the rate was horrible it was like 82 percent, and the current rate was like 94 right. at the time so there right. was a 13 percent right. upcharge exactly it, here's what you do number one you never exchange foreign currency in the U.S. before you leave. And if you're going to exchange it in Italy, go to a bank. And go to a bank, you'll get the same exchange rate that they're giving their other customers. You're not going to be paying commissions on either side of the transaction. And stay away from those ATM machines because even though you may have a bank that you know will, will give you back that ATM fee, as you rightly put it, the exchange rate is not good. All right. Thank you so much, Peter. We appreciate you being on the Lisa Dent Show. I on Travel this weekend will be listening. You got it. Steve's News is next on 720 WGN.